Hello everyone, this is Dovi Shapiro, and today I will be interviewing Rabbi Mendy Lazell, Shliach and Youth Program Director in Bucks County, Pennsylvania, on the topic of Purim Ideas. I just want to say thank you for taking time out of your busy schedule to share your experiences and help Shluchim have more at Shluchim under Shluchim. Sure, absolutely. It's my, it's my pleasure. Before we begin, I would like to thank our sponsors, Fassman Jewelers, The Smetana Group, and Machon Stam. Thank you for making the podcast available to all Shluchim. So let's get right to it. Mandy, you have a very successful um, Purim carnival that you do where you um, involve the, your, the, the Hebrew school and the kids, um, and uh, it's done on, on, on Purim Day. And uh, you have some other ideas in regards to Purim that I, that I, that I, I think other Shluchim would benefit from. So if you, could, if you could just share with us, how did this Purim Carnival come to be? And uh, give us just like a, a short synopsis of what it is, and then we'll go into the details. Sure. So basically we have a Hebrew school, and um, what we do is we have our older grades, um, fifth and sixth graders. What they do is they, um, we give them different booths. They can choose their booths they want to they prepare for the carnival. And they're in charge of the booths in the carnival. I buy the stuff, basically, what they need. Some of the times the kids bring a couple of things. But most of the time I buy um, what they need for the carnival. Um, each booth I try to I divide in advance every booth into a bag. So I have all the stuff or whatever you know, they need for their particular booths. And we have a big room. We set the booths up. And, um, and the kids are very, very excited to be the ones in charge. They're in charge of the carnivals. And then the rest of the Hebrew school and then the, and the community join in for the carnival. It's a very big pull. Um, first of all, it's a, fun, it's a lot of fun for the kids when they, you know, for the Hebrew school kids to run it, and it's a lot of fun for the younger kids to come and participate in the activities. As well, it's a big draw to the larger community as well. Um, we, you know, I pushed, we push it in uh, the, the carnival to not just the Hebrew school, but as well to the wider community. Um, we also try to. We have a summer camp, so we, we we you know market it to the summer camp kids and to other youth programs or you know on Facebook, etc., which brings a very very large wider community as well to the program. So it's re- it's really nice, and it's a lot a lot of people come, and it's really it's a really great program. A way to, a way to get many people involved in the um, in, in, in 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 Purim and getting here with McGill, etc. I think one of the great things is um, with this program is. Where you know you know many shluchim when it comes to Hanukkah they'll they'll have their Hebrew school um, do a choir at a menorah lighting which means those kids are going to be there their families are going to be there you know bubbies and zadies and so on and so forth um, I would imagine in this situation it's it's very similar where because these kids are doing it their families end up coming and their friends and so on and so forth is that have you seen that absolutely so it's not it's not just the the kids not just their, not not just their families. But they bring their friends, so it's a good opportunity as well. If you want to get other people to know about you, you know, people not necessarily would come come into the, your building, but because their friends are telling them where we're having a great carnival and you advertise it, we have a lot. We actually have been using Facebook recently to push the carnival, and, and we got a lot of people who has who have never come to any programs before have come to the carnival, which is really really nice. So it definitely it's a big push um, to get outside people, and it's a great push for the community, and it's. Uh, it just win win you know win win in, in in all different ways. It really works very very well. Okay, so I want to get to some really practical questions because the whole point of the podcast is that look and they hear an idea, but they're like, wow, that sounds great, but how do I actually implement it in my community? Meaning, what are what are the steps? So some questions that I have is, 
are the booths every year the same booths and each year you just you just give a different class those booths to to run and to prepare and to make or are they actually coming up with new things and um innovative ideas every year for the carnival it's a great question so um a lot of the booths are the same. However, what we do is I, I, I ask the teachers of those two grades to ask the children what booths they want to do. And a lot of times the kids will come up with new ideas, which is really, really cute. And a lot of the times the kids are so excited they'll actually prepare a lot of the stuff for their booths. So they'll come up with new ideas and new things. And they, 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 feel part, they're, they're, they own the ideas, which is very, very nice. So sometimes they do come with new ideas. A lot of the, a lot of the stuff are, are, are you, know, you know, a lot of Regular booths we use at year-to-year as well, so it's a mix of both. Um, I, I can say one of the very big pulls, one of our most popular booths every year, it's a very, very popular booth, is we get, um, I'm sure other shulchan do this as well, we get goldfish. We go to the, the local pet shop and we buy goldfish. They're like nine, ten cents a piece. It's very, very inexpensive. And you get like a hundred goldfish or something. And we have, like, you have this um, this glass bowl and they throw they get the the ball into the into the glass ball. They get they get a goldfish to bring home. Um, it's really cute. The kids are su- super excited about that, and uh, we get a lot a lot a lot of people coming for that. The kids are near to year looking for. I have parents come to tell me they have their goldfish from two three years ago. They're still alive in their fish tanks. Um, so that's a very 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 popular booth. I would definitely recommend that. Um, in addition to the booths, what we did years ago, we invested in a couple a couple. I would recommend a few things that. You want to have a successful. Um, it's not not just for a carnival, but it, throughout the year, been used so many times. It's a great investment if you want to do something nice for your carnival and for your, around the year. It paid it paid it paid it paid itself off many many times over. We got a uh, a cotton candy machine, which we charge a dollar for cotton candy. Um, we have a popcorn machine. We charge about a dollar or dollar fifty. I can't remember whatever it is for a box of popcorn. You get the, you know they get the commercial size. Um, Popcorn machines, commercial size. They, they look really nice. It also gives a festivity to the to the to the carnival. Um, popcorn machine. We got a, we have a big um, the rolling hot. You know the machine that has the, the rollers with the hot dogs on it. So I recommend buying one of those. And also, you, but you, it's, an, it's a great investment. We use it so many times over the years, and uh, we use it in all different programs, and and it's really great. So we charge like a dollar fifty for a hot dog or something. So one of the great ways if you want to advertise your your um, your carnival, I, w- I would recommend. What we do is we, we write free free admission, and there's no charge to come in. But we do charge for tickets. If you want to play a booth, it's 25 cents a ticket, which is really not expensive. But you know, we charge 25 cents a ticket, and we charge a dollar, dollar fifty for uh, popcorn and cotton candy. I think a dollar fifty for a hot dog or something like that. And um, so you, you make you sort of it definitely. I think it could, it definitely covers itself after the kids you know pay for the tickets and the thing. I, th- I think this is all these things are very important because I think many times you know Shluchim have tried carnivals and uh, it, it, it could be not successful. You know, it's not it's not exciting. The booths are not exciting, um, but it sounds like the way that you do it, it's like it's it's really a whole event. Um, uh, there's there's tickets and there's food and there's all these um, um, booths and I'm just curious. Does it extend? Is there some music? Is there a program that goes on? Is it just a carnival the whole time? Okay. Um, is there um, uh, is there signage that's done, you know, proper signage to make it more exciting? So, okay, so the, um, to, yeah, it, it is a very big, it's a great program. Uh, just to give you a little background, we do is we do actually um, McGillery reading before the carnival. I'll, I'll, I'll talk about that soon. 
But about the actual carnival, just to, I'll start with the advertising first. The best way, what we found to advertise, we try to gear the advertisement towards each group as well. So we would, I would, on the Hebrew school kids, I would send a flyer, right, and put it with the Hebrew school emblem on it and, and the helmets for Hebrew school kids. I would put a, 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 a Ganizi uh, emblem on the flyer, and I, and I emailed that to the Ganizi family, to, to the camp family. So they feel it's, it's, it's for the camp Ganizi. Then I would send another one to the Shul family saying this is, you know, it's a Bobbage Bucks County event. So I try to always personalize it, the, the event to the different groups. You basically just change the, the, the emblem on the bottom and say Camp Gandhi is welcome to our grand Purim Carnival. So they feel that you're, you're inviting them personally. It's not just, you, you know, so it's a, little, it's a little more personal. Brilliant. And I, yeah. then I put on Facebook, I put, put it in general for everybody. I say, you know, community event, everyone's welcome to join, whatever. So that's, that's a great way to get the word out. Um, once, once, once you're at the carnival, I, I mentioned earlier about the four mitzvahs. We'll talk about, we'll, we'll talk about that, that soon itself. But the actual event, you want to give a lot, a lot of tickets. We do is also, if anyone comes dressed up, we want the kids, we want it festive, fun, you know, exciting. That, that's the goal. It's Purim. So anyone comes dressed up, they get two extra tickets. We have a nice prize store where the kids can buy uh, different chotchkes, whatever, different uh, toys and whatever. With their, with their tickets, so the kids are very excited about getting as many tickets as possible. So you have different tickets. One ticket is to, they pay to, pay to play a booth. If they win the booth, they get another, a different color t- ticket. And the other color ticket they can use towards um, buying some toys. And then if they want to buy, uh, you know, the, the different food, cotton candy, hot dogs, popcorn, etc. that there's a different color candy for that as well. We get sodas and whatever. And we have, you know, festive music, which is extremely important. Make sure you have exciting music playing in the background, so it, it just, it's just total fun. Mm-hmm. The signs for each one of the booths, how does that work? <laughs> each, um, each group that makes it or class, they design their, their sign? Yeah, so the week, the, the week before the carnival, I give the, each class a bunch of post, posters, and uh, the teachers and the kids uh, you know, spend a good half an hour or so on making some really cool signs and planning what they're going to do, etc. That's all, yeah. And then they come that, that morning, the morning of the carnival, they have about a half an hour, each, each group. Um, usually I put, like, you know, a few extra kids per group to help to run the group. So if one or two kids don't show, there'll still be a few extra, you know, to, to, show, to, 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 run, to be running it and to, to run the car, the, each booth. And then they come about a half an hour before the carnival. Actually, they come a half an hour before Megillah reading. And they set up their booth. They get everything set up. Then we all go to Megillah reading first, and then we grab the Megillah reading we go up to the carnival. One of the things I wanted I want to mention, I think, which which would be important for Shluchim that are doing a carnival for the first time, you don't want you you don't want to schlep it out too much. I found an hour is a perfect amount of time. An hour, hour and ten minutes or fifteen is is perfect amount of time for a carnival. It's too much more than an hour, hour, hour and fifteen minutes. It gets schlepped out, and you want to keep it on the on the fun note, so the kids are still having fun. After that, they start you know it start, it start I, we we have it for an hour basically. From from 11 to 12 o'clock, and we find that's the perfect amount of time. Once it's too long, with anything as with anything else, it's you over, you over you, you know you schlep it out too much, it loses excitement. So you want to cut it while like, everyone's still like, having an amazing time. To so always remember the carnival. Wow, I wish we had more time to put this play more. And so, well, sorry. No, it's really really smart actually. How many booths do you have on average? Good question. I'm you know I I, I remember offhand, but I'm going to say probably about uh, maybe 10 15 booths. 10 to 15 booths. Yeah. Okay, another question. I think it's important, you know, because, you know, different shluchim, um, 
and we have so many shluchim that are listening to this, and everyone's in a different situation. Um, but I think it's just good to hear your situation. Everyone could take it in their own way. But um, how big is your Hebrew school? And really, like, when did you start? Meaning, meaning, when you started this, was it was it smaller and it was still a success? Um, just to understand the numbers. So, Baruch Hashem, we have we have about uh, about 200 kids in our Hebrew school. Um, the thing is, we have some kids come on Wednesdays and some kids. We have a two. It's a, a once a week program, but we we have two different days of the week kids kids can choose from, either a Sunday or a Wednesday. Um, so the Wednesday kids, if we have, like this year, we have a Sunday, you know, programs on Sunday. We, we try to pull that Wednesday kids, but a lot of the Wednesday kids won't come because it's not their day. So we have, you know, obviously it's, very, it's a little harder to get those kids, but we, we, you know, we push everyone to come, the Wednesday and the Sunday kids. Um, but mostly, you know, all the Sunday kids are usually there, and then we try to get many Wednesday kids to come, as, you know, obviously push them to come as well. We actually have something in our Hebrew school, which um, it's a little off the topic we're talking about, but I'll mention it quickly. We have something called a perfect, a perfect um, attendance prize that, um, for children that, that have um, perfect attendance and they never miss any days of Hebrew school. And we give them that they come to at least um, two holiday programs, like two Yom Tov and Rosh Kippur, at least two. And they have to come to a Shabbos dinner. And they automatically win a very, very large prize. So we have either a $40 gift card, or they can win a cotton candy machine, or a Slurpee, or, or um, uh, ice cold machine, or or they can win, um, uh, we have a popcorn machine, or like big prizes, we, we should do a, a bike, they can win a, we used to do a, you know, they can win a bike as well, so it's a very big incentive for them not to win, not, not to miss Hebrew school, and to come to holiday programs, as, as one of them would be like Purim, so that's another, we try to get, that's an incentive to get the kids to come to Shabbat, Shabbat dinners, and to also, they come to like a, again. The name of that is called. What do you call it? It's called a perfect attendance prize. So Beautiful. If they have perfect yeah. attendance, they they win a very big prize, and the kids are very excited about it. Um, it works really not really well, and the kids but, uh, drag their kids. If their family wants to go on a, on a, out of town for Hebrew school for one day, one week, the, the kids are fetching the pants. We can't we can't miss. We can't miss because they want to get the prize. So that's very nice. I think I just to, just to mention this is actually one of the the. the the beautiful things about the podcast is when things like this, you know, it's a side note, but it actually, it really benefits other shluchim. So thanks for, for sharing that. It's a, it's something that, you know, you hear it and it's like a light bulb goes off. That's brilliant. Um, so, but just coming back to the numbers, you know, when a shliach here is 200 kids in a Hebrew school, the average shliach is right away like, okay, okay, I, I, okay no wonder why you could pull it off. But I'm, I'm curious, so were we, you doing this when your numbers were we smaller and – we had less kids. We used to have 80 kids, and we also work, it worked very nice as well. You know, I mean, if you have even a, a, a you know 50 kids, it probably can work work well. Work well also. You can also get parents right. to volunteer or community. I, I mean, in summer camp, you can also you go, first of all, we have uh, you know any uh, you, you have a teen program. The teens can run it. Um, you know, get, get get the teens involved. You have if you have uh, parent volunteers, anyone else, you can give give them and let, let them run a booth, and they'll love it. Or you know, anyone's over, I would say. 11 years old can 11 12 years old can take the booth so you have team pro team a, a team program that'll be excellent even parent volunteers etc they can help run it and, and it's nice for the whole community so i think it'll be a nice idea <clears throat> thank you rabbi lazel for sharing with shlokum about your hatzlacha unique approach to a successful perm carnival we really appreciate your time thank my it's, it's my pleasure thank you thank you for doing this for the shlokum and making the podcast is for the shlokum and um it's a big, it's a very big schus, uh, you know, for you to to to, to helping out all the all the around the world to share ideas. 
because that's how everyone can grow and, and get better and, and you know and what they do what what we all do thanks many thanks so much yeah i appreciate it this is dovi shapiro and i would like to thank all the shluchim that continue to give feedback for who to interview for the next podcast which shluchim have success in a specific area so if you know a shliach that has success in a specific area please email me the name of the shliach and what they do this way i can interview them and it could be the next podcast for all previous podcasts go to shluchimpodcast.com it's simple you create an account you get approved um, and you get an email that says that you are approved to have access to the podcast, uh, to, to, to the website, and you can listen to all previous podcasts. Make it a great week.